Ian Bentley. Today's guest is the CEO and co-founder of Parker Clay, a social enterprise employing women in Ethiopia at living wages to make handcrafted leather goods. Using Regulation A, the company is conducting a crowdfunding campaign to accelerate growth. Ian will share insights about his work and his superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show, where we empower you. Ian, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. I'm so excited to learn more about what you're doing at Parker Clay. Devin, thanks for having me. I'm excited to have a conversation today and share more. Yeah, it, it, there's just so much. Uh, but let's let's uh, talk a little bit about the work of Parker Clay in Ethiopia. Uh, kind of, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the founding story? It's it's a fun one, uh, and it's definitely been a journey. No, no question. Um, my wife and I actually met in high school. So we go back to high school days. Um, I always like to say she was a senior, I was a sophomore. So that's a big deal in high school. And we started dating. We, uh, we went to college together, ended up getting married uh, towards the tail end of our college. And I, you know, I've, we've all both been driven in our careers. She's a designer, graphic designer. And I have always been really interested in entrepreneurship, started a card detailing business in college that I built up and ended up working for a lot of like high profile car collectors and things like that and ended up selling that business and then moved from San Diego back to Santa Barbara, where we met or from California and started our careers. And really, we started building our family. We had our first two sons. So my first two sons are Parker and Clay. That's where the name comes from. And we bought our first house. Careers are going well, and seemingly everything was going going great. And we then started talking about having our third child. And that brought up the topic of adoption. And my wife and I, we had talked about it when we were dating, but you know, we, we kind of said, Hey, let's see what happens and had our first two sons. And, uh, it, for our third, the adoption story kind of came into the, into the mix. And at first weren't sure about it. Um, but we ended up looking at a bunch of different countries and even, even domestically here in the U S but ended up landing in, in Ethiopia as our, uh, as the country we wanted to adopt from. And over the course of about a year, we went through a process of, of having a, a little girl become uh, up for adoption where we got to meet her for the first time and, and go to Ethiopia, which this was back in 2010. And that process really, really transformed our life. Even the process, I would say, of adoption really changed, changed our life. We heard statistics as we were thinking about it of 160 million orphans in the world. And I think sometimes with big data and, and statistics, they, they're faceless, they're nameless, they don't really connect. But for me, I had two little boys playing in my front yard. And when I thought 160 million, but what if that was Parker or what if that was Clay? It changed the way I looked at that. And that really moved us into adopting. And while in Ethiopia, we, I think, had the idea that there was a lot of problems, a lot of issues there. You know, I think that's been what we've probably been seeing in a lot of news for many years. But what we saw was a different narrative. We saw this beautiful country, beautiful people, incredible community. And it was a narrative that wasn't really being shared. And we were meeting these 
incredibly brave women and families that were sacrificing so much for the betterment of their 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 family, their kids, their country. And as we're adopting this little girl, it, it was hard to come back to California and go, gosh, we still feel so connected to this country. There's there's more here. And at the time, we didn't know what it was. But we ended up going back to Ethiopia a few more times over the course of a year and just exploring opportunities. Was it to get involved in nonprofits? Was it to start something new? And over the course of that year, we the crazy thought we had, which you know, in hindsight, it makes a lot of sense, but we thought maybe we should just move there. And we're like, no, that our jobs are going well, everything's here. But we, I think we had a garage sale. We, we put up a car for sale. Everything just started selling. And we came to a moment where like, I think we're going to buy tickets and move there. And I remember Brittany and I, my wife and I talking, buying a one-way ticket to move our family to Ethiopia was one of the most insane same crazy things that I had ever done. And we did it um, in 2012 when we moved our family to Ethiopia. And our, our main focus was to actually work with a group that was helping women out of trafficking and that were in prostitution to help do rehabilitation and then job training. Because over and over again, we kept hearing women say, you know, we don't, we don't need another nonprofit. We don't want handouts. What we want are jobs. We want the dignity of work, we are capable of work, and that's what we want. So if you're gonna come and help, please don't be a burden, come and create opportunities. And we got like loud and clear, we got that. And so that's what moved us to Ethiopia was to go and create jobs. And um, and and it, Parker Clay didn't exist in 2012 when we moved there. But it was while we were living there that we discovered this incredible leather industry um, really by accident by a gift I was buying for my wife for her birthday. And it happened to be a leather bag. On the inside, it said made in Ethiopia on a tag. Happened to have a guy's phone number that I called. And it sent us on this journey of discovering this leather industry that at the time, most of the leather was being exported to Europe. And I discovered that at a tannery and I went, wait a second, you're shipping this material, this beautiful leather to Italy, to Europe? And here we are working with these women, working to create jobs. And it was like the perfect combination, right? Where we could say, we wanna create a purpose-driven business where we can create meaningful jobs, but also a beautiful product that the world would love from a, from a consumer standpoint. So a couple of years into living there, we started Parker Clay. Fantastic. You've grown quite a bit. I mean, you, you've got a, a broad product line, couple hundred employees. Tell us a little bit about your scale and, and the way you view the impact you're having. We started small. We started very small with a few sewing machines, a few people. We were designing all the products and bringing them back home, showing our friends going, do you like this? You know, is it good? And they go, oh my gosh, where did you get this? Well, we made it in Ethiopia. And, um, you know, we, so this was in we started to really grow. I, th I would say our big growth started probably in 2017, 2018 um, is when we, we brought in a, a, our first angel investment came in 2018. And before that, we in 2015, 
my family and I actually had to move back from Ethiopia to the U.S. because we found out our daughter had a brain tumor. Oh and it was a gosh. really big setback where we felt really connected. We were just getting things off the ground with Parker Clay, and here we are having to come back. And one thing I've learned, Devin, is that it, while hard in the moment, that I've often seen that the obstacles that get put in our way become the way. And while our daughter is doing much better and the challenges were, were significant, it really opened up the opportunity on the market side here to scale, um, right? Because we were in Ethiopia focusing on the production, the manufacturing and growing that there and doing that the right way. And coming back to the U.S. actually opened up the opportunity for us to meet with more of the market and the opportunities that were here. And so we we really started to take off. And, you know, since 2018, we've had just incredible growth for our company. We've, we've scaled up the team in Ethiopia. So we've moved to a few different factories in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. We're now in close to 18,000 square feet over 200 employees, 80% are women, uh, which is something we're really proud of. And the factory can hold double that. So we've got the ability to scale significantly beyond that. And we're excited. I think early days of Parker Clay, we, it, was a, it was a balance of the supply and demand where we, 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 we really held back on our marketing spend and things like that because we, we frankly wanted to make sure that this was a sustainable business model, not just, you know, in, in terms of its growth, but for the people, right? We care a lot about people and the people that are part of this with us. And so we wanted to make sure that was a sustainable path to grow on. Um, and now we're really excited because we've built that capacity uh, in a country that frankly, you know, it sure has, pro has challenges like most countries in the world, but the potential is, is, just incredible. It's one of the fastest growing, Ethiopia is one of the fastest growing economies in the world. They've done incredible infrastructure um, in, in building out their, uh, you know, energy grid and things like that. They've the largest hydroelectric dam in Africa, if not in the world. Um, you know, and so it's really ready to, to scale. And then on the U.S. side, we started with one retail shop. We've now got four of our own retail locations. And we've got about 8,000 square feet of office and warehouse here in Santa Barbara, where we do all of our um, office and fulfillment, everything else in. Wow. So uh, that, that scale is impressive, but it brings you to uh, another kind of inflection point. Now, you're, you're in the process of raising up to $15 million using a Regulation A+. Plus offering, which is essentially a, uh, a crowdfunding offering. Um, you, you're going out to the public, uh, getting help from a dealmaker. Uh, and I mean, it looks like uh, this could really give you another opportunity to, to accelerate further. How are you seeing it? Absolutely. I think at this stage in, in, in our business and most traditionally, but this would be a series A type round, right? For, for a company our size. The reason we've gone this route to do a reg A plus is we, we view this as a community round, right? This is, this is the way that we can bring this community that has helped us build uh, Parker clay to date. And we have some of the best 
you know, we, you call them customers, we call them community and they're part of our community. And to be able to invite them to the table in this way is really unique. And it's something that we, we've always wanted to do. And the, the Reggae Plus enables us to kind of democratize that investment opportunity in such a way uh, to bring people into it and be part of that impact, but also the upside, right, of, of what that potentially could be. And so that's a really exciting, uh, you know, idea for us is to raise money in that way. Um, and, you know, it's not that going down kind of a, a venture capital route and going a more traditional route, you know, those are great as well. But for us, we really wanted to engage community. And, you know, Devin, that's been at the core of Parker Clay. There's this beautiful African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And we say often at Parker Clay, we go together. So this is a perfect opportunity for people to be involved in all that. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a unique opportunity to be able to invest in, in, in that way and to, and to be able to lower a minimum investment so that people can be involved in that. Yeah. So, so what is that minimum investment? The minimum is 500. Yeah. And then we've, so, we've built in uh, different, different bonus shares at certain points, depending on the volume of that. We even included a, a trip to Ethiopia with us in our in our top uh, level investment but uh, how much yeah. is that is, I, i'm guessing that, it's that, more than 600 it, it's more than 600 we have it at half a million um for okay. that one so it's 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 a little bit higher but um i can tell you it'd be quite the a unique yeah. experience that uh most people wouldn't have the opportunity to get which is really fun yeah i i i've been there it is an amazing place, beautiful, beautiful, spectacular, important place. And so, uh, yeah, I agree. Well worth the half million dollar investment to have an opportunity to go see what you're doing there on the ground. You're going to raise some capital. What are some of the uses of capital and how will that accelerate your growth? Yeah, like I said, we've we've invested heavily into the the infrastructure of our supply chain to ensure that it's scalable, right? So we've done a lot of that early stage, um, you know, not that you know, any business you can de-risk, but we've, we've taken on a lot of the, the early uh, risky parts of setting up a factory in a place like Ethiopia. We're now the largest exporter of finished leather goods from Ethiopia to the world, which we're, we're proud of. And, um, and, and they love us there. And it's, it's a great relationship that we have with the local government and, um, and our team. So we're going to continue to invest in the supply chain, continue to invest in the right people and equipment to, to continue to scale that. Um, the other part is, you know, one of the biggest things that I've continued to hear over the years is I can't believe I haven't heard of you guys. And, there's something really funny and, and, and endearing about that. But at the same time, we have the challenge of getting in front of more people, right? You know, some of the big name brands of the world and our challenge is how do we meet you? How do we get our name and face and product out there? And that's one of those things that in the marketing sense and, and even the challenges over the last few years, because as the world has been more shut down and the events that normally happen haven't happened as much. So we've continued to grow through those seasons, but we believe there's even more opportunity 
to do that. And so part of it is the marketing um, channels that we want to be able to open up uh, to be able to invest into those. And, you know, I will say to do it in the right ways. It's easy. One of the things that's changed over the last few years, too, has been digital advertising. That world has dramatically changed with Apple's iOS changes and privacy laws, which are good, right? We should be happy about some of that. But at the same time, it's really changed the way digital advertising happens. And so, um, you know, we don't want to grow at any cost, right? It's important that we have profitable growth and kind of push into it more from that perspective. And so we're looking for channels that can help us to achieve that. And another one is building out a sales, a sales team to pursue. Uh, we, we do very li limited wholesale business. Uh, and that's something that we see a lot of opportunity, especially as we've built more of our supply chain capacity. And we've also partnered with some great companies to do co-branding, where uh, if, if someone is looking for a client gift or an employee gift or an event gift. And so we've worked with companies like American Express, Delta, um, Sonos, and others that want also a product that not only is beautiful, but has an impact story as well that they are able to share with their, you know, their teams, their employees, their clients, things like that. And so that's something that we're uh, really excited about scaling and growing into as well. Our retail stores have been really exciting. Uh, I think there's a number of people who for years have kind of said, hey, retail brick and mortar is, is dying. It's just not true. I think what's, what's changing is the way people are shopping and it's about the experience. People want to go out and experience something different. And we know that at Parker Clay, we're able to invite people into that experience in a unique way. One, one way is that we have tags on each product and with every bag we sell, we track the hours of empowerment. So we could say, hey, this bag created 20 hours of empowerment for our team in Ethiopia. Well, in the retail setting, what we can do is when someone buys that bag, we take the tag off, we write 20 hours on that tag and have them put it up on the wall. And at the top of that wall, it says, you know, 300 hours, 400,000 hours of empowerment is, have we, we've created in this store. And so it becomes this really cool community connection point. And I think that's what people are looking for, right? People now, yeah. I would say, are shopping their values more than ever before. And I think that's something that we really do well at Parker Clay is we create a great product that is something that you can be proud of, not just in the way it looks, but in the good that it does behind it as well. Yeah. Profoundly important stuff. Profoundly important stuff. Well, Ian, this is really an amazing story. Uh, you have accomplished extraordinary things. Uh, you have taken in stride great challenges. Uh, what do you see as your superpower? This is what I love about this conversation is, is, isn't it amazing that we all have a superpower? And I think just yeah. it, to me, it's, it, it's something that's important to me in knowing the tremendous value that everybody brings. I think that my superpower is being an advocate and building community. And what I want, what I would kind of subheader that with is really celebrating the value of people. Um, 
like I said in the beginning, 160 million orphans in the world. In Addis Ababa, it's estimated there's a hundred, couple hundred thousand women that are in trafficking or prostitution. But when I can say Parker or Clay, or I know the names of, of people that work for me, um, it's the value that they bring. It's so much more meaningful when we break it down. And so as we grow and scale and look at the numbers, to me, it's about people. Um, and I want people to know how just incredibly valued they are, right? Because I think a lot of people have been dismissed and pushed aside and, and undervalued. And that to me is heartbreaking. And it's something I want to dedicate my life to actually bringing and showing that value of people. I, yeah. if, I, if I can, I'll, I'll, one quick story of, of a woman in our factory who... I, I hope that really embodies it's it's the intersection for me of where Parker Clay, why it exists, what we do, and what what really gets me fired up. And we had a woman, her name is Marta, who was a new she she just started at our factory, and we kind of have these teams uh, because it's such a big factory. We have these teams of a lead stitcher and assistants, and we kept having this quality issue in one of our teams. And we asked the leader, her name is Roman, what, what's going on? Is there an issue? And she said, I think, I think Marta has an eye problem. She keeps holding the product up real close to her face. And so we said, well, let's send her to an eye doctor and see what's going on. And we happen to have a friend who's here in California who's an eye doctor. And I had my team send me the prescription for, for Marta. And I said, how, how bad is it? And he said, Ian, she's, she's blind. Like she, she cannot see. And he said, she can't see more than five inches in front of her face. That was how bad it was. Man, and this young woman is 20 years old. And you can imagine how difficult her life has been. To, how, how could you have even seen or what, how could you have even lived? Yeah. And, and she kind of embodied that. There was almost like, I, I'm just dismissed and, and the challenges. And so when I got to meet her and our team ended up getting her glasses really thick glasses, but you know, she got them and, and it was amazing just to see the, the shift in her personality after, after getting these glasses. And I was talking to her and she said, Ian, it, it's the first time in my life that I, I actually can see well before I could, you know, I could kind of see, but not very well, yeah. but it's the first time in my life I really feel seen. And that to me was the biggest if, if there's anything else as a reminder of what we're building at Parker Clay is that Marta's, Marta's seen. And I want other people to know that they are seen. And yeah. I think if there's a superpower in me, it's to bring that out. You know, I want to bring that, that beauty and that value out and build community um, with people, right? Whether it's we're selling bags or it's a it, it's a some a woman who started a business and was successful and wants to invest into Parker Clay and help us build this. It's this community that can do so much good together um, is really what gets me excited and and what I want to dedicate my life to. Yeah. As you uh, think about, you know, I think your adoption was an example of your 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 way of thinking about people and community. I think Parker Clay is itself a great example of the a manifestation of that superpower. And of course, Marta's story is another great example. 
as you think about all of that, what do you see as being the 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 steps, um, the the skills, the the things you could practice that would help someone develop this ability to see people, to build community in the way that you do? Uh, how would you coach them to do that? Yeah, I think I would first listen and just be a good listener. You know, I think that I think there's a reason why God gave us one mouth and two ears, right? Is to is to listen to people. Yeah. Um, I think to find yourself in positions where you you, you seek out the commonality, not the differences. I think we're, we're really focused this day in this age of how different we are when in reality, we're actually so similar. And I think when you recognize that you, you stop putting people on different levels and positions and things like that. I mean, uh, you know, I, it's positional authority is, is really a poor way to lead um, a life or in a company. Um, I think that the empathy and the humility piece are also really important, you know, where for me, the question of if it was Parker or if that was Clay, it it kind of removes, it it has to, it removed the indifference that that, that you could have. And, And I think that's sometimes easy is to feel indifferent because, you know, ah, can I really have an impact? Can I really do that? And maybe we're too afraid to take that next step. And I would encourage you, don't, don't be indifferent, you know, think, just put, put yourself in that person's shoes, right? The true kind of test of, of empathy is really relating to someone else. And that commonality of knowing, you know, you might be a dad, just like I'm a dad. You might think about your identity a certain way and, and we can relate on that level. Um, you want to have an impact on the world. So do I, how can we find ways to do that together? Um, and take the time to be in relationship with people and make sure it's relationship with people who have different opinions, right? Who are not like you, (laughs) who differ from you. I think that's the most beautiful thing. We should be comfortable with a healthy discourse of type of conversations like that. It makes us better. It makes the world more beautiful. Um, So those are kind of the recipes and pieces I think that have been, you know, important for me. Boy, those are great insights, great insights. Well, Ian, I really thank you for taking the time to be here. I want to circle back now and ask you before we wrap up to take a minute and tell people how they can uh, learn more about Parker Clay, how they can purchase a bag or other product, how they can buy shares. Take a minute, make sure people really understand how they buy shares in Parker Clay during this offering when that opportunity may end, et cetera, et cetera. So take a couple of minutes, make sure you're comprehensive in making sure people know how to, where to go, what to do from here. Well, thanks for creating a platform to even invite that. And uh, I'm honored to be able to share it and honored to be able to invite people to join us. And, and if you're looking for, I know the holidays, are coming up, but even for other gifting along throughout the year, uh, parkerclay.com is our website. You can go on there, 
and purchase things. If you go uh, on this, any social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Parker Clay is the, is the hashtag or the um, handle. And then in terms of investing, uh, it's simple. Invest.parkerclay.com is where you can learn more about that. We've got uh, a pretty long, we've got an extensive video on there of our whole journey and story that you can watch and really see and, and, and also see our team behind the scenes, you know, a little bit more insight into that. And then you can get the whole detail about the offering, our offering circular, all the, all the information is on that website. And feel free to email me. My email is simple. It's Ian, I-A-N, at parkerclay.com. I think one of the things that I, especially as we've launched this offering, is getting these messages from people. I just got one today from someone who started a business, was really successful with it, and she was very excited about the work we're doing. She's, she's actually one of our customers. She's bought a number of handbags from us. But she, she sent an email and said, Ian, well, I think you guys are just, just getting started. I'm so excited to be able to have the opportunity to invest. And, you know, I just have to say that like getting people to email like that and, and hearing from people like that who want to be part of this with us is so encouraging, so exciting. Because what we could do together is, is endless. I mean, there's so much potential when we go together through that. And so... Yeah, thank you for, for having me on and, and please check out our websites for either investing or purchasing a bag. And uh, it comes with a lifetime guarantee and some beautiful stuff. We've got some celebrity partnerships that we've done along the way as well. So there's lots to, ex lots to explore there. Fantastic. Well, again, Ian, thank you very much for being with us today. We wish you every success both in growing your business and in uh, raising money through this uh, uh, community round that you're doing now. Uh, and ultimately, so you can help more people uh, in, in Ethiopia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit devonthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.